Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Today we are going to look at uh, how God is greater than kingdoms. Greater than kingdoms. Because this world that we are living in has kingdoms. Turn with me to the book of Daniel chapter number 4 or let's look together as I, you know, look at the iPad and you look at the screens. Daniel chapter number 4 from verse number 2. I thought let me let me say this was on a, on a lighter note this time. You know, Masfagali project, I was only worried about one person. Who normally stands here in the front and and today when he stood I was like yeah amen hallelujah then kona banya singa kwa rit ngabo noma banga banga zuzwa zomela lapemu we are not worried <laughs> verse number two that's on the lighter note. Uh, if your neighbor is not laughing, just ask. Just tell them. It's always like, it's sometimes like this. Amen. I thought it good to declare the signs and wonders that the most high God has worked for me. I see God working signs and wonders for you. Amen. Then he says, how great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. Then he says his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. He says this about God and his kingdom. He says it is an everlasting kingdom and it is from generation to to generation. How many of you believe that God's word is true? Amen. God's word will not return to him void, but it will prosper in what he has sent it for. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray this morning that you may speak to us, challenge us, build us up, renew our minds, give us a heavenly perspective through your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So last week we spoke about how God is greater than people because we were looking at one of the spheres of greatness. We said there are many spheres of greatness and the first one that we dealt with last week was the sphere of people. Because in this world that we are living in, there are great people and there are people who are set themselves as, as great people and, and also in different, you know, categories, if you may say so, in life, families. How many of you uh, have a relative, an uncle, or someone who wants to assert themselves as the greatest in the family? Everyone must listen. <laughs> they just teach out instructions from corner to corner. And, and nothing must be done until they come. Those are the people who want to assert themselves, you know, um, as great people uh, in the in that um, space of families and also in callings, you know, God also wants us to be great, in, even in our callings. But of course, there will be different people that we are going to meet in, in different places uh, where they they also want to be seen or perceived as as great. And and the second sphere of greatness, as we are going to look at it this morning, it is the sphere of kingdoms, say kingdoms. kingdoms, say kingdoms, because when you and I were, were saved, Barcelona, just like the, the children of Israel, we were not just only brought out of the world and the bondages of sins, but we were also brought out from the kingdoms and their systems, and that's why we must not be 
ignorant of that fact. We must not um, overlook that fact. We, we need to be aware of what happened because God did not just save us so that the only thing that has changed is that we have started attending church. There was a great thing that has taken place and that great thing was that we were delivered from the, 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 the world and we, have, we were delivered from the bondages of sin, but not only that, we were also delivered from the kingdoms uh, and their systems. And that's why we, we find ourselves where we are today. First Samuel 10, 18 uh, attests to this fact. It says, and said to the children of Israel, thus says the Lord God of Israel. Listen to this. I brought up Israel out of Egypt. And that is symbolic of the world and the bondages of sin. He says, I brought up Israel out of Egypt and delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all kingdoms and from those who oppressed you. So it was not just about asisonti, asisindiswanga, but we were oppressed. We were in kingdoms, actively involved in their systems and those kingdoms, Barcelona, which are various, you know, and starting with the primary one being the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of Satan. Um, in Matthew 12 and verse number 24, I'm sure you will remember this was when Jesus was accused uh, of casting out demons by Belzebub, who is the ruler, the Bible says, of demons. In his response to that accusation, Jesus says these words, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to dissolution. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. This was Jesus acknowledging that Satan is not just Satan J randomly there. He, he is somewhat a king and he has a kingdom. And there are so many different activities happening in his kingdom. And that's why he is making that particular example. And in this kingdom, which is the kingdom of Satan, there are demons, there are powers, there are forces that are at work. To help Satan to be great. Because he wants, and he has always wanted to assert himself as great. And that's why he wanted to take the place of God. Because he envied the greatness of God. Are we here, Bazalon? So when he came, he had to set up a kingdom for himself. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse 12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Talking about us. Listen to this, it says, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So not only does Satan have a kingdom, but his kingdom is structured. There's order, there are ranks. And that's why even as the children of God, we, we also need to acknowledge and recognize ranks. And that's why we're in the book of Acts, I think it was the sons of Siva attempting to cast out demons from one who was possessed by them. And they responded by saying, Paul we know, Jesus we know, but who are you? Because uh, 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 demons, more than anything else, uh, they are not just excited by how loud you are, but they recognize rank. And all of these powers and all of these principalities are there to facilitate the affairs of the kingdom of Satan in this world. To help him to become great the way that he wants to be great. Are we together, Bazalwan? 
So Satan also, from his kingdom, decided that he is also going to establish other kingdoms underneath him. And as I said, these demonic powers, they want to assert him as great in those kingdoms. Let's move. The Bible also talks about the kingdom of God. Say the kingdom of God. This kingdom, according to the scriptures, take note, and this is the kingdom that you and I belong to. It is greater than any other kingdom. Daniel 4 verse 3. How great are his signs as we have read. And how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And his dominion is from generation to generation. Psalm 103 verse 19, 19 says, The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. So his kingdom is greater than any other kingdom that may. And, and, but take note, God does not overlook the fact that there are other kingdoms that exist. The only thing that he says is that his kingdom and he himself are greater than those kingdoms and the kings that have asserted themselves in those kingdoms. So our new birth experience then has brought us out of the kingdom of Satan and its systems into the kingdom of God and its systems. And not only that, but God, through our new birth experience, has caused us to perceive the existence of the kingdom of God. He has opened up our eyes so that we may see the kingdom of God. It was Jesus who said to Nicodemus in John 3 verse 3, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So it is through the new birth experience that our eyes are opened and we are able to perceive the existence of the kingdom of God. Not only are we just Christians, but we are people, we are kingdom people. We are kingdom citizens. We have been translated from the kingdom of Satan, which is the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of light. And not only that, in verse number five, he continues to say, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So we don't just choose or decide on our own accord to, to enter the kingdom of God, but it is through the new birth experience when we are Born again. So what does this also mean? It means unless you are born again, you cannot come out of the kingdom of Satan. Because there are people who don't like Satan, but they don't like, they don't like God as well. So they think they can be neutral. It's not, it's not, you cannot just walk out of that kingdom. Because all of us, before we met Christ, we were born into that kingdom. And you don't just open the door and walk out. There are those who possess the keys, which is the church. So as we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, we are unlocking doors so that those who hear and believe will be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the most high God. Are we together? Let's move. We want to close in just a moment. Then there are also kingdoms of the world. Kingdoms of the world. Remember, I said to you, Barcelona, Satan is on an assignment to assert himself as the one who is great in all these kingdoms. He wants to dominate. And I, I just pray and hope that as Abazalwane we will be aware of that. We will take it serious. The devil is at work. Yeah, No, you are, you are very far. You are very far. 
we don't want to fully commit. We are, and that's why Jesus said, you know, I'd rather you are hot or cold, but I don't like you to be lukewarm. He says, when you are lukewarm, you are frustrating me. I don't know what to do with you. I'd rather spit you out from my, I'd rather vomit you, he says. Jesus is looking for people who are not going to be half-hearted about the kingdom of God. People who are not going to be, you know, halfway in and halfway out. That's why he even says, if you love my kingdom, you better love it. You can't love my kingdom and then love the world at the same time. He says, as a matter of fact, if you love your, the world, he says, you are making yourself to be an enemy of God. Barcelona, the devil is working 24-7 you know, 365, he is at work. He means business. He is killing destinies. He is destroying families. He is, he is making sure that, you know what, whatever it is that God wants to do through us, it is not going to prosper. It is not a mistake that 20, what, 21, 22 teenagers died in that tavern somewhere far. It's not by mistake, Barcelona. It's because the devil is at work and when he finds an opportunity, he is going to use it. And now, it's only now that we wake up because it hit home, because it's, it's here closer. Not, not even, I think, a year or two ago, many people died again in Travis Scott, I think, a, a, a concert. And I'm not in any way saying maybe he's off the devil or anything like that. But all that I'm saying is that whenever there is an opportunity for the devil to work, that's why when Jesus came, he said, I will definitely work the works of God, of my father. He said, I'm about my father's business in another place. He said, he said, because there will come a time where we will not be able to work. So for as long as there's an opportunity, we need to work. We need to plant churches. We need to preach the gospel. We need to disciple people. Because if we don't do that, we are giving room and a place. Paul said, do not give place to the devil. Because when we give him an opportunity, he's going to use it. When you give the, the devil an opportunity, he's going to destroy. He's going to come after you with everything that he has. Because when, when he uses an opportunity, he slaps and he slaps hard. So in the kingdoms of this world, as we are going to see in just a moment, Listen to this interesting encounter that Jesus has. <laughs> That's why sometimes like one in the presence of God. So in the presence of God. Not only that, Jesus is, 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 is fasting and he's in the, I mean, he's fasting, he's fasting, he's praying, he's, uh, and Tina, yet we don't even fast and we think the devil is very far away from us. He shows up and he has a conversation with Jesus, the son of God. He engages him. He takes him on in his faith. If the devil tested, if the devil, uh, if the devil tempted Jesus himself, how much more will he not tempt us every day to do his will and we live our lives, you know, as if, you know, he's far away. I mean, if, if Satan wakulu mutes wamuzu, How many of us are having conversations every day with this man? And we are thinking, and he is engaging you on a very, you are in a serious conversation. The enemy is just framing your thoughts. He's, and remember how he specializes, it is even through questions. He did it in the garden. Did God really say? It really, he just gives you something to think about and you entertain it. 
And then all of a sudden you find yourself having this conversation that is moving you far away from the will of God. Now, now hear what he says. These are very, Barcelona, I don't know, I know sometimes we read this scripture, but, but this time I want us to pay attention. Listen to what Satan does. Then the devil taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world. This is Satan. No chase. Takes him high up. Shows him. So he caught his attention. Jesus. So in other words, if this man was not shrewd, in other words, but the fact that Jesus went with him on a high mountain, the devil shows him all the kingdoms. Listen, all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. In the, in the, in the moment of time. Shows him. It's like Jesus has this moment, this flesh moment where Satan shows him what is, what is happening out there. And verse 6, and the devil said to him, listen. All this authority, because all these kingdoms of the world, they come with power. And I said a few weeks or months ago, everybody wants power. You see, the reason why we are so wild, even when it comes to money, political positions, and whatever the case may be, the greed that we see out there is because people want power. And here is Satan. He shows Jesus. He says, here are kingdoms. He shows them the power and the authority. He says, and all this authority I will give you. And their glory. So these kingdoms of this world are, are powerful and they are glorious. Dignity is there. Money is there. Connections are there. Or he shows him all of these things. And Satan says this. Because says, he says, and all of this, in other words, these kingdoms, their power, their glory, he says, they have been delivered to me. And, take note, I give him, I, I give it, the glory, the authority, the power, and these kingdoms, I give them, he says, to whomever I wish. In other words, just, 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 just be here. Just do as I tell you. Just, just listen to me. I'm going to give you young and, and, and how many of us, Bazalwan, who are from time to time, as we grow and we have some deep-seated desires to be great, and as we are watching television and as we are observing politicians, and yes, sometimes maybe you do have that calling to be a politician one day, maybe to become the president of this country, and maybe, yes, you do have that calling to become the great businessman out there, and yes, maybe you do have that calling to become that great entrepreneur out there, that great musician out there, and, and, and as early as possible, as soon as the devil recognizes, because remember, Jesus is the same one in Matthew 28 who says just before he gives us the great commission, he says, all authority has been given unto me. What does that tell you? The devil was offering him something that he knew that God was going to give it to him anyway. But he was giving him a shortcut before the cross. In other words, you don't have to die. You don't have to go through what God means. I'm going to give it to you free of charge. So in other words, when we give you principles at church, when we say this is how this thing is going to take place, the devil keeps on whispering in your ear. He keeps on saying, I can give it to you. I will give you the fame. Even if you want to be a gospel singer for that matter, you don't have to do it the church way. You don't have to do it the God way. You don't have to be connected to a local church. You don't have to do all of those things that an ordinary that a Christian must do, I will give them to you on a silver platter. He offers him something. Listen, the devil is not going to offer you 
something that looks evil. That's why the Bible says he's able to present himself as the angel of light. Listen, there's nothing. Amen. He lived in the presence of God. He saw other levels, other realms in God that we are still yet. As a matter of fact, in as far as knowing God is concerned, the devil himself surpasses us. Because there's no one who had, when he was Lucifer, there's no one who had access, the closest access. Other theologians tell us that when he walked out of the presence of God, as a matter of fact, all the other elders and all of those who are worshiping God, when he walks out, they will mistaken him for God and bow down. That's why he desired that. He said, oh, wow, this is nice. And, and this is sometimes happening even with us as leaders in the church because we spend time in the presence of God. We speak the word of God. We preach and we see people honoring us. And that's why if you study the Bible from time to time, when angels are showing up, people will bow down to them. And it's up to you to say, I'm your fellow no servant. Who's fundi sukleti samanja? Who's fundi sukleti samanja? Because the power of God will elevate you to a place of almost being worshipped. The honors is on you. To bring people back to, to remind them, I'm not God. I'm your fellow servant. Amen. You see, and many leaders, spiritual leaders today who are now almost occultic. It starts with simple thing. I, I, there's another friend of mine who is a pastor. He says, when <laughs> is I'll I'm sure you have experienced something like that. And and he says and and but nelegati span the devil himself walking. How powerful do you think you are? I mean, you can receive that dream as like, wow. Even my name can open doors. When, when people were given the name that is above everything, now all of a sudden, that's why you even hear preachers today, there are those who are Bold enough to say, "Uch eswa figa wenzinto yake wahamba se kona tina manch." The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Don't don't mention my name in places where my name has nothing. My name is recognized, you know, in certain places. But there are certain places where only the name of Jesus. That is the only name. You don't pray in my name. You don't pray in the name of the God of Jacob. No, 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 no. Hey, the God of so and so. We must go to God directly. So Satan says, I'm offering you this. Says I'm giving it because it has been, and he was telling the truth. Yes, it has been handed over to him when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden. God he delegated some powers to Satan. He said, you are in charge now. Because God is, is fair. He is just. Amen. Even when it comes. So that's why he had to find a route to restore this power. Because he was not going to take it just by force. Just because he is God. He had to follow order. That's why he had to send Jesus to come and take it back. He had to go down and take back the keys. God was not going to rob or hijack the devil. No, no, no. He was going to do it the God way. 
So in this world, there are these kingdoms and they are, they are glorious and Satan is in charge. He is in control. He is just recruiting people, introducing them to how these kingdoms are functioning. He is introducing systems to them. And most importantly, the Bible says he has blinded them as the God of this world. That's what the Bible says. It says Satan himself is the God of this world. He has blinded many. In other words, making them to believe that they are in charge. Because that is the thing about Satan. Satan gives you, whatever, no matter how much power you need, you don't even have to mention him. Because he wants you to have the impression he, you are in control. You are in charge. He said, that's how he functions. That's how he operates. It's only right at the end where he is going to show you that you are not as in charge as you thought you are. And the Bible says, that's why it says, it says he does not come. Paraphrasing, he does not come, right? He will not even bother you unless he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the mission. He can give you the power. He can give you the glory. He can give you the money. He can open doors for you. He can cause you to be light. He can give you authority, dominion. But ultimately, he wants to kill. He wants to steal. He wants to destroy. He's not going to leave you powerful. At some point, he's going to pull the rug under your feet. And that's what he wanted to do with Jesus. That's why Jesus had to respond through the word. It is written. It is written. It is said. Confronting power to power. Amen. Principalities and the forces that were trying to oppress Jesus. To bow down to the devil. Jesus had to respond through the power of the word of God. Because that's where the true authority is. And that's what you and I need to exercise each and every day of our lives. Because as you wake up early in the morning, you are going to be tempted of the devil. The devil is going to be whispering in your ears. Telling you how great you are. Telling you you don't need no, no, no voice of a leader over you. You don't need to be in a local church. You don't need to give. You don't need to pray. You don't need to do anything because he wants you to think you are powerful. You are in charge. You are own man. person They don't know how gifted you are. They, they don't know the gift that is in you. He wants to mess up this gift. Because he himself, it was through a gift that he was messed up. Because he was that anointed, anointed psalmist. I mean, there's no level of worship that Lucifer used to give God. There was no level of ministry that Lucifer used to give God. It was the very same thing that made him to think, oh, I am all that. The Bible says he had pipes all over his body. In other words, just his movement was releasing melody. It was releasing a sound of worship. He didn't even have to pro produce a voice or a sound, just his movement. In other words, as he walked, his walk was worship. His bowing down was worship. That's another level of, of, of operating in your gifting that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to sweat. So in other words, he used to access the presence of God in the manner that will release the glory of God like no any other person. That was the highest order. And he thought, oh wow. This is power. This is power. And that's the same thing you want. Especially those who are gifted. Oh, if, there's a, if there are people that the devil knows how to mess up with, uh, it's people who are gifted. If there are people who are targeted by the devil day and night, it is people who are gifted and anointed. He's not going to go after a person who has nothing in them because they are not a threat even to his kingdom. But as soon as you function in your calling, as soon as you function in your gifting, the devil is just going to make you a target. He's going to come after you each and every day. After you have preached that sermon and you are anointed and you go back home, that whisper comes. Who do you think you are? What do you think you are doing? And if he cannot win, he comes and he says, have you realized how great you are? Have you realized how anointed you are? You are taking this thing for granted. You need to take... I've been in the game for long enough. I've seen people who walked in the anointing. I've seen people who are called by God. That's why the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. 
because the fact that you have been called by God does not mean that it is a guarantee that you are going to be the chosen one. Some of us need to stay humble long enough until you are chosen, until you are favored. Many of us, we function in our gift just for five seconds and already we are arrogant. Already nobody can speak into our lives. Already we cannot be rebuked. Already we cannot be corrected. Already nobody can be able to tell us anything. It's my gift. You don't know how great I am. He says, I'll give you all this power. And there are many kingdoms. In these kingdoms of the world, there are many kingdoms that are there where, where the devil is at work day and night. It is, it is that kingdom and many of us, we know it as the mountains. The seven mountains as you know them. We, we, we know that there is, there is that kingdom of family and the devil is working each and every day. Can I get just a towel or something so that I can wipe my face? There is that kingdom of families where the devil is going to work each and every day. Why? He does not want to see a healthy family family. He does not want to see a family that is happy, a family that is following God. He does not want to see teenagers in that family that are following God. The devil is not going to rest. He is going to he is going to walk in and step in but the first thing that he does, he neutralizes your loyalty to God. He will come and tell you, you don't have to be this serious. And especially once you begin, you are now blessed. There's some money flowing. All of a sudden, he says, I mean, what do you, those other people who are praying like this, they are so desperate. You see, that's why he even uses the social media to deceive us. There's a video clip I hate with every fiber of my being. With perfect hatred, of course, as David would say. It shows two people who are praying. The other one is praying fervently. And it says, this is how poor people are praying. Then it shows the other one. Oh, dear God, thank you. In the name of Jesus, I love you, Lord. And he walks out. And then he says, this is how rich people are praying. The devil is a liar. I'll be having millions in my bank account. But I will steal my bros. Because he's busy deceiving many to think as soon as you have money. You have the kind of power to rebuke him. The devil is a liar. You can have millions in your bank account, but if you are anointed, there's no demon you can rebuke out of your house. There is no hell you can break his hold off of your family in the name of Jesus. Be a multimillionaire and be anointed. Be a multimillionaire and be devoted to Christ. Continue praying. Continue going to church. That is a kingdom of families. That's why... The devil is hard at work to crush and destroy families. That is building a family that is following God. And again, there's a kingdom, which is the kingdom of religion. Even in those spaces, he wants to assert himself because he does not have a problem with the church. He has a problem with the church that is devoted to the a kingdom minded because listen Jesus says I will build my church he says of course that's powerful but the power is what he says after he says I will give you the keys of the kingdom so in other words until a church is kingdom minded until a church wants to facilitate the affairs of the kingdom is not threat to the devil but as soon as as the church you want to be kingdom minded you want to build other churches you want to give you want to sow you raise up people who are kingdom minded that's when the devil comes wants to assert himself he offers you fake anointing <laughs> he offers you fake power he offers you shortcuts of making money. I can't remember how many people came to me ever since this church started offering me shortcuts of making money for the church. Offering me a foreign system of raising money in the church. They would come I want to 
say to them, God has not said anything about, to me about that. There's only one kingdom system I know that brings money to the church. Because when people want to disobey God with giving, they want to give you a formula of raising money instead of giving. God did not say to Moses, find a scheme, find a scheme to raise money. To, no. He said, tell the people to give. Simple. In other words, making money is for you. And, and me even as a pastor so that I can be able to come and give yeah. and as far as the church is concerned giving is the main thing Amen. Amen. oh I know and someone else came and said oh manji funeral what what and then we'll give you know the church this percentage I said hey this is not a business it's a church Can't, can you imagine Funeral, what what? If something goes wrong, you are the last ones to find out. How? But unfortunately, many churches have been neutralized by the devil like that. And they think they are in charge. But he is in control. He determines what happens and what does not happen. We come every Sunday, we sing songs, but we are not threat to him. Why? Because we are, fun we are in the church, but we are functioning with his kingdom systems. And there are many other kingdoms. I don't have time. I have to close. There are many other kingdoms. Media and entertainment. He's asserting himself. That if you can see the kind of garbage that the devil puts on media, the entertainment world, the kind of garbage I was watching. And unfortunately, sometimes even we as Christians, we become, you know, uh, 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 perpetrators when it comes to this. I was seeing this young boy, Martinez, what he I like him as well. And we made him famous and because we were entertained by him. Before I know it now, this young boy is busy performing. He's still a teenager. And we've seen this thing repeating itself over and over. There's nothing, uh, Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. This will find people, find people today. I go to Abandu, who are doing what we are seeing today. And just go and interview them one by one and ask them, what, what, what can you change? They will tell you the same thing. I want you to go, especially teenagers, I want you to go and, and search on your YouTube because I'm going to search on YouTube. But do me a favor. Do, the, do me what? Do just do me one favor this week. Out of your own Google search a message titled The Perils of Fame. It was preached by Pastor Andre from River. The Perils of Fame. Just listen to that. I think it's about 30 minutes. Just listen to that. So But let me tell you, the devil is sitting on that platform. Asserts himself to be great there. But he's dominating. TikTok. Church is not the first thing you see. There's garbage first before you get to see any content from church. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Before you get to one content that we are doing, you'll have to go through seven demonic, evil, dirty posts before you get to the one. So in other words, hinting, there are other options because he's dominating in that space. Because Tester in all of those areas. It's busy. And, 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 and media and entertainment in this time is appealing. Couple it with, because out of the seven mountains, unfortunately, when this message was put together of the seven mountains, a, a technology was not as rife as now. So it was not, but now, couple it with technology, because all of these uh, media linked to technology. That's why even with us, Emerson, you see, we are trying to catch up in, even when it comes to technology. We are trying to catch up. The world is so advanced. And that's why even people who are in the church are attracted to the world. Because when it comes, that's why 
for as long as God blesses us, as doing, we will explore whatever technological avenue is available Amen. to make sure that we, you know, what I'm seeing, that's why I, you remember I told you, I said I once saw Casper in your vest show. Amen. I was like, my goodness, the, the people of the world are so committed to their art. We want the cheapest. I'm not talking down on anyone. For our no, as taller, just the entry level. Why? Because in most cases, and then he changes. No. We, we want to build the kind of... That's why I went to another church last week to attend a conference in Durban. I walked in and I was like, Jesus. Copy and paste. Lord. Just, just. I said, Lord, I see builders church here. Just, oh God. The screens, the the sound, the instruments, and, and how the, the, the artists, the singers, and, and, and how just that facility has said, God, copy and paste. Just copy and paste. That's all that I'm asking for. I took a video clip. I sent it to the elders. I was like, guys, look, this is what I'm talking about. Not to, not to examine and getting up. The devil is running ahead, stealing our teenagers, stealing our children. Because his kingdom is much more appealing. We need to build the kind of churches that will make it difficult. And I want you to go as we, as if some of you are going to go, come with me to Christ Bible Church. I just want you to see what I'm talking about when you walk in. Beyond the prayer that will be taking place there. Just look at the excellence and the order. Just look at the screen. Just look at, just listen to the sound. Just watch everything and everything that will be happening there. That's the kind of church we want to build. Where music producers will have a job. The reason why sometimes people are running to the world is because we don't have options for them here. I always challenge the guys who are leading worship. I'm always on their case. They know. And I tell them, you need to have a mindset that says, You must challenge them as their leader. They must come in and not intimidate you. They must come in and find room to learn to say, wow, I thought I knew. Not, that, not this catch-up that we are playing. As the, we are always behind. The world is getting the best buildings. Best properties. Best locations. Taverns, nightclubs. You don't struggle. They're everywhere. You, you must look at the advertisements on the streets of strip clubs. They're everywhere. Where trailers, why? Because Tinimal. Oh. 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 Kosiam. How? Sisavano, we be a sinjalonji. Let me read this scripture as I close, Rosalone, because God then says in Daniel 4, verse 17, let's stand on our feet. I'm closing. Listen to this. This decision is by the decree of the watchers and the sentence by the word of the holy ones. It says, in order <laughs> that the living may know that the most high rules it says in the kingdom of men Satan tries to dominate places and attract people to places God wants to dominate places through people so when Satan is going after places to attract people. God goes after people. 
He dominates in this realm. That's why the Bible says, even the heart of man is here in the heart of God. He tends it whichsoever way he desires, including those who are not saved. And it says, the Most High rules in the kingdom of men. And take note what he says. Gives it to whomever he will. The same words concerning the kingdoms of this world that Satan said. God says, Minage, I'm in control and I, gives it to, I give it to whoever I will. He gives them power. He gives them authority. Sends them into this other kingdom. So that they can go and dislodge the systems of this world. That's why when he sends us there, he says, do not conform to the systems of this world. In other words, come into my kingdom. I will influence you with my systems so that when you go into that world, you are going to operate under my systems and bring transformation and change. Let me, let me read this and as I close in Daniel 7 verse 18, then it says, but the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever. Even forever and ever, he says. In verse 21, it says, I was watching and the same horn was making war against the saints and prevailing against them. Even as we are looking all around us, it, looks, it, it is looking like the devil is winning. It is looking like the church is struggling. It is looking like we don't have as much money as the kingdom of darkness has. It is looking like we don't have as much influence as the kingdom of darkness has. This has been prophesied in the scriptures. The Bible says, as it continues in verse number 22, until the ancient of days came and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, Listen, and it says, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. And I am declaring that it is that time. It is that hour that the ancient of days is coming upon the church. The ancient of days is rising up and judgment is being passed against the kingdoms and the systems of this world. Against the devil himself. And God is empowering us as the saints. He is raising us up as the saints. He is giving us that anointing, that grace, that favor the Bible says. I decree there is that judgment against the kingdom of darkness and the saints will arise in every place those who are willing to be used by God in these various systems of this world we shall go forth into these kingdoms and we shall take over we shall possess we shall have dominion not through greed not through theft not through lies and deception and murder but by the anointing and the authority that we will get from God. The Bible says judgment was decreed in favor of the saints of the Most High God. Let's lift up our hands. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.